Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, have you ever turned to artists like Coldplay or Adele to find comfort in times of despair? If the answer is yes, you're not alone. As various studies, including research carried out in Durham University, have found that melancholy music, melancholic music, actually helps to lift our spirits. To explain why this is the case, I'm joined on the line by Thomas Irola, Professor in Music Cognition in Durham University. Thomas, how are you today? I'm great, Tom. Thank you very much for joining me. So it's true. It's kind of a lot of people think, you know, it's I'm the only person this seems to lift. But it is basically true. Is it kind of sad, melancholy music to somehow lift us? Yeah, so, so many people really enjoy melancholic or sad music. And it's, it's kind of paradoxical because we don't normally enjoy anything negative in real, in real life. But in arts, I mean, books, films, fiction, I mean, we, we really lap it up and we, we get a tremendous enjoyment out of, out of tragedy and, and loss. What, what was the study you did? How did you manage to do a study of it? Uh, we've done a number of studies. I mean, some of them are, are big surveys for, for representative sample of, of people, people and um, asking how they, how they use sad music in their lives and what kind of experiences they have with music. And in, in some, we have more experiments. We kind of uh, expose people to, to sad music and measure different things. Uh, I, I think the overall overall finding in this is that most of the people really enjoy um, sad music. Uh, for some, it's it's more about the relaxation and just the nostalgia and remembering the good times. For for the others, it's sort of a genuinely refreshing. They they kind of get a good feeling out of it. They they really get comforted by the music, and then it has more to do with a with a personal connection with the music, memories about something, and uh, the lyrics and the importance of kind of a reali- realizing something meaningful about themselves or their relationships, and. Um, and there's there's a minority of people, of course, who who really hate. They they don't want to, you know, be brought down by by sad music, and they ev- avoid actually actively avoid listening to sad music. But those are those are quite, you know, maybe less than seven percent of people right. are, are like that. Well, when you say that, <clears throat> it sounds a little bit like a a kind of a spiritual thing almost. I was thinking of, of a mass where where people would go in. And it's a sombre enough affair, but people would make a connection with different things in their lives of, of what's important in your life and, and family and, and, you know, the, the fleeting nature of life and all those things and come away from the feeling refreshed and it's kind of good to touch base with those re- those real feelings. Is music doing kind of something a little bit like that? Yeah, I think that's, that's a great analogy. Uh, and I think the feeling feeling what people describe, and we, we all have experienced this probably one time or another, is, is that... When you really engage with with uh, with something that connects it with you, it might be a you know a memory or sad music that brings up the memory. You go through with it, and it's 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 almost like like having a good cry. You kind of feel kind of purified or kind of relieved after it. So music can kind of uh, release these kind of uh, tensions in your life. Um, and it's not just um, it, it's it's not just nostalgia. Sure, it's not because it, sometimes you can hear a brand new piece of music. And I have to say, I can't believe we've gone this far into the conversation without mentioning Radiohead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you are immediately taken to that place, aren't you? Yes, exactly. Yeah, when we we sort of uh, when we have studied 
the sadness sadness related to music we've sort of uh, tried to avoid sometimes going for those personal situations like you know memories connected to music and and really explore whether even unfamiliar music music that we have never heard of uh uh, can can trigger these extraordinary feelings of you know being moved by 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 sad music, and it seems to be that some people are really good at engaging with with the you know kind of they have the capacity of really engaging with the imaginary world of music, whether it's a sorrow or a loss, and uh, they tend to be like highly empathetic listeners. They 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 have the ability really to to go for it, and they actually get a lot of lot of enjoyment pleasure out of it when they do that. Right. So you can you can really have that with unfamiliar with yeah. with music that never heard. Brand new. And I'm thinking of another man who's going through my mind at this moment. Ennio Morricone. Oh um, yes. <laughs> that that's an instant transportation to a different place, isn't it? Yes. Yes. I mean that's that's so evocative, and of course these are some of these are are cultural cultural uh, signs that we kind of recognize and we've been building up building up this by you know the media and watching films and and all of that but uh, it is it is true that many of the many of the features the music they kind of um, mimic how a person might be experiencing sadness when they talk you know sad expression minor mode slow tempo soft sounds and so on but actually there are other things as well of course lyrics and the, the tone of voice the singing quality which you know you mentioned Adele or Coldplay I mean those are those are just exquisite uh, yeah. singing singing and that really can evoke the right type of um, qualities and they can evoke it in a heartbeat can't they the um, the, the opening uh, word of yesterday with Paul McCartney would probably do exactly um, have that effect on you. Is, is this a useful thing is it kind of can it be used as a kind of a therapy for people yes for sure for sure I mean that has been actually studied quite a bit as well and nowadays especially when when it's so easy to access almost any music from your smartphone and people are are becoming an expert of regulating their moods via their own playlist and selections of, of music. So um, it is it is um, quite often noticed to be helpful to sort of uh, to, to 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 regulate, especially if you kind of have negative negative emotions or you have something that you need to kind of go through. Then music can really help to sort of articulate that. Talk talk to yourself. You know, it it can it can be the friend that actually listens properly to you. Or, uh, so there's a bit of a bit of evidence that um, people are already already quite experts in doing this, and uh, only in some rare cases people kind of uh, maybe use this this uh, technique technique maybe a bit bit too negative fashion, so they kind of spiral out of they just dwell out in sadness and never never go out out of right. out of that. But but uh, that's this seems to be quite rare and. Probably released to right. It's funny you should say yeah. uh, there. It's a friend that will listen to you. That 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 says so much, doesn't it? Because um, people feel they form a bond with that person and feel that person knows me, don't they? Yes, yes, yeah. There's a there's a the whole research theme of it's called social surrogacy. So we kind of we kind of think that the 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 characters in the songs or the singers or the artists or you know it can be even tv you know the characters in a, in a tv series they are our friends we kind of have a regular contact with them we kind of meet them every week or every day yeah. how often we listen or watch and, and they actually we kind of get a get a 
sort of a parasocial relationship out of these. I mean, they don't react back because, of course, they no. don't hear us. But we kind of uh, treat them as real people, and we kind of have sort of a conversation. They kind of answer to our questions in certain times. It's an enormously valuable relationship, even if it does seem to be a little bit one way. Um, I, I agree 100%. Thomas, this is an absolute pleasure talking to you today um, and uh, hopefully we'll get to talk more in the future because uh, <laughs> yeah. I have loads of texts coming in, people asking questions that um, I shall have to put to you at, at a future day. But Thomas, thank you very much for joining us. And if you do have a piece of music, um, listeners, that you think above all else is the one you turn to, do let us know what it is. I see somebody saying Sinatra there straight away. Understandably.